All right, welcome to the Rogue Agenda podcast. I'm Tanner. Stick. And uh, it sounded like I said stick. This, stick. this is Dick. This this Dick. Yeah, I am Dick. Always have problems with that, <laughs> Jesus. I don't think we've done one of those I, just fucking I, seamlessly yet. No, it always sounds stupid. We talk about everything before the podcast, except that. Yeah. And now we're here. Yeah. Let me fuck but, that up. Yeah. This is Rogue Agenda with and, Dick and Tanner. Yeah. Dick first and then Tanner. We're going to talk about alphabetically. That's why we have to do it. So there's no hurt Yeah, feelings. I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm fine with it. <laughs> My name's first. I'm yeah, fine exactly. with it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Isn't that Alphabetical, a thing? Alphabetical, that's great. Like in a, a lawyer, like a lawyer, and it doesn't, it matters to them who the first, like, and uh, Dick, Dick, Shithead, and Prince. Yeah. Like, the, the first dick is always the most important, right? It's funny, that made me think... The lead we, dick? This is tax season. We went and got our taxes done, and we we talked about it last year, my wife and I. Uh, on our tax forms, she makes more money than me. She does. She's the breadwinner. Uh, like, I was unemployed for a while, and she still had a job. Like, last year when we filed our taxes, I was unemployed, like, at that in that period. And uh, they still put my name first. <laughs> and and like she asked because she was the only one that had like a W two or anything. Like right. It was only her information being put on our taxes. Like right. I was just the spouse sign here. Right. Uh, but the guy he he had reasons, but it was basically just because that's the way it's always done. Like it has to be the man first. Well, that was kind of <laughs> odd. Oh man. The like order. This, man, people get upset about the name order. This is going to be the like. This is going to be the podcast that gets the most hits because you just said something like sexist, or it's going to be like construed as sexist. Like, well, no, I'm saying I know it, what you're saying, but uh, like, you know, some feminist is going to come out of the word woodwork and be like, Mer. Well, I didn't have a problem with my wife's name being first. Yeah, like no, that's because we, her, her, and I both were like. Why? Why wouldn't he have just changed it? Like yeah. she, she mentioned it, and it's like, why wouldn't he just change it? It's taboo. Because it matters. Can't have the woman first in the world. That'd be yeah. yeah. The world would end. Indeed. But anyway, yeah. People get. <laughs> yeah, I can't have. So you said about lawyers and stuff. Yeah. I've seen stories about disputes over that shit before. Right. People get upset. You don't want to be the third name. No. See, I, I don't see. I think you'd kind of do. Maybe you'd be remembered the most. Does the, you're the last one out of people's mouths yeah. all the time. Does the um, order of your name directly correlate to the size of your dick? I guess. Maybe that's yeah. That's the that's implication. What they, that's what they're probably doing. That's how they figure it out at those lawyers' offices. They get a little ruler out, and then they just <clears throat> measure. It's funny you say that. I'm going to look at every one I pass now. And be like, fucking, a, is that A, B? Like, yeah. Is that an alphabetic order right. or is that dick size? Yeah. Because if it's not alphabetic order, I'm going to immediately dick, assume it's dick size. It's definitely dick size. Especially for, especially if it's lawyers. You know, well, like. Touch so, on feminism, like how, what if there's a woman in the. Oh, shit. She might be fine. She might be like China. And just, yeah. Just whip it out or there. Or she'll and, be like, <clears> see? <throat> but then, you know, like, <clears throat> that makes me like question now is it, uh, is the female listed last? Because that's the way we do things in the United States, apparently. Or probably. See, the, that's America. why. That's when you'd suddenly be like, "Well, we should go alphabetically." Yeah. That's the way to go. Yeah. Even though my dick's bigger than yours. Indeed. Huh. Yeah, because we go by dick size. I wonder. We're always going to be last. I'm definitely last, or first, depending on which first. way are we going. <laughs> Is this golf scoring? <laughs> yeah. Is it better to be higher or lower? Wait a second. No, but you said you had something you wanted to talk about today. 
Yeah, a little bit. I went more current stuff. Yeah, kinda. I went to uh, GPDC this weekend, uh, Grand Prix, Washington D.C. It's for Magic the Gathering. For Magic the Gathering. Yep. Yeah, it was a team sealed event, and uh, I actually went down with a couple people. But we didn't play in the main event. We just got... Oh, that, like, to me, that would have been the biggest appeal. Like, I love sealed events. I mean, it's, yeah. it's random as fuck. But. Yeah, well, that's just... The thing with it was, is, like, we after we thought about it, it They're was... Fun. um 75 bucks per player. Ouch. And you got 12 packs. Not six apiece, like you do in, like, pre-release sealed. Um, So it just made it different. And we were like, man, I don't Total? know. Total? You get yeah. 12 packs? 12 for the whole team. Yeah. Not how many is on a team? Three. Jesus. So it's yeah. like what two twenty five, and you get twelve packs. Si- yeah, yeah, sixty dollars worth of cards. And, and that's figuring a- absolute maximum retail yeah. value. Each person gets uh, a place uh, a playmat too, but the art on the playmats wasn't like it's, it's not many cards to work with. Uh, the playmats I like are the playmats that are like designed by people that aren't necessarily. Magic card art on the playmat. Yeah. Like, usually don't... Like, uh, there's very few of those that I've gotten. Like, I'll get other playmats. The one from Star City, we've talked about that several times over the last week or two. The... I don't think we actually uploaded that video. Grim Llama Mancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't strike me as stereotypical magic art. Like, that Mm-mm. seemed more kind of... I don't know what I want to say. A little more animated than than magic art tends to be. Yeah, I, I think but that was great. Like, yeah, uh, we were talking about that. They're actually not selling that well, partially because you said Star City's also yeah, selling them on eBay. Fuckers, uh, they're what the fuck? Yeah, this wasn't. This is the first <clears throat> month that they've done that, and they put a bunch of shit up. I don't know, like, when that started. I was curious, actually. I was because I've been the only person that has had them on face on uh, eBay. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I looked. I was like, let me check my prices and make sure that somebody didn't undercut me by a bunch or something. They're going to be able to instantly dominate that market. Well, like, that's what I was like. Well, with the fuck no is effort. the point of paying for it now if you can decide, like, you get to dictate the prices now? It's bad enough that they sell them on their fucking website cheaper than you can, yeah. like, afford to pay. Because I have to pay for them. Like, I pay for those. They're not free. And then they. You should figure out what you actually. Do you end up. Surely you end up paying less than you can buy them for eBay one? Yeah, 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 yeah. One, yeah, well, oh it's God. it's weird because it's like it's hard to because if it gets close, that starts to get fucked up. Where because mm-hmm. you have you have like an agreement with them to get those box things that right. we didn't upload, so you don't know what we're talking about. But uh, there's one from a while. That's back. kind of fucked up if they offer that stuff just on the open market to people for a similar price. Yeah, no, a lot lower. Yeah, they're charging they're charging three eighteen for shipping, just shipping. And that seems low for shipping. It is. Now. It's thirteen, at least thirteen ounces. That's three sixty with a discount with your discount. Because they're heavy, and you end up needing a tube or a box. Or yeah. Something. If you send it, if you, I put it in an eight hundred count box. If you put it in an eight hundred count box, it's thirteen grams. Which we've talked about. That's such Thir- a great uh, idea. Not thirteen. Thirteen. It's thirteen ounces, not grams. And then if you put it in a, a tube, depending on the type of tube you get, that's twelve to more they're ounces. Not- they're not cheap either, usually, no. compared to other sh- things for shipping. Right. Uh, yeah, th- yeah, they're not cheap. Yeah. No, that... we, uh, we're, we've been talking a lot about doing some instructional videos on uh, shipping in particular, because you said with the pop community, there's people that ask about that. A lot, and then, how to ship. Uh, it's the same with, like, I'm into Warhammer figures. That's something that, it's one of those things that just 
baffles people how they're supposed to ship them when you have all these figures they need kind of like individually wrapped so they're not broken and stuff uh but yeah anybody that follows us that that's coming like we are going to do that we have to uh because times like this when you end up talking about it like it'd be great if we just had a video we could reference or link people to and And say that here's what we're talking uh, about actually because you said an 800 count card box is a cardboard Mm fold-up storage solution for uh like collectible cards and baseball cards and stuff right uh, but you use them to ship things occasionally because they're cheap. Yeah, they're a lot cheaper to buy those than it is to buy yeah. a poster tube. I mean, That's you a good can, idea. And the thing is, you can buy. I mean, anything you can obviously get cheaper prices the more of more quantity you buy things. Like that's just. Yeah, but like, some of it gets excessive. Well, you don't. I don't like, need five hundred. Yeah. Um, You're not playmat ship. tubes. I'm not shipping. Probably not prints. even five hundred a year. I would imagine. No, I'm not going to ship that many playmats, play and it's, it would just be playmats. I don't sell prints. I'm not an artist. Or that's something that would become like a fairly regular thing. So I, it doesn't make sense for me to buy. But yeah, eight hundred count card box or card boxes are the same size. It's like you, you get can, them at bulk rate, right. By default, even if yeah. you go somewhere and buy like a handful of them. Yeah, and they're cheap. So, yeah, much cheaper than than paying for that. Um, but yeah, I don't that's, know. there's no way you can ship that first class because nah. the a playmat's pretty weighty for yeah. what it is because it's that dense foam rubber kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, you can't uh, ship it first class for three eighteen. That's the thing that got me with it. I was like, so no. you're taking a hit there. So you're you're like the thing. That's what the, the thing that sucks is if I pay ten bucks for the mat, they're paying fucking two, and then they're also competing with me in the same market. When I like, I can't compete with them. I can't because I'm buying yeah. the fucking product from them that's supposed to be exclusive. Because they're not like F and M support, like stuff like that. That's not free, which makes it different entirely. But yeah. Uh, but that's not from Star City. Wizards of the Coast gives all the prize support. Like, they give playmats sometimes and stuff for, for, game for events that they and, host. Yeah. Star Cities isn't that, right? It's no. just an exclusive box of stuff. That you pay for. An exclusive box of stuff yeah. that stores get, and you're just supposed to resell it, right? Yeah. It's not for any particular no, purpose or the, anything the or for, the for their are, event support or anything right. like that. So that's why it's fucked up, yeah. because they're removing incentive that should it's the whole reason the, the thing exists yeah is for them to give the stores yeah. to resell and, and then they're competing with those stores yeah. in the same fucking marketplaces places that a lot of those stores are trying to sell these right and we, it's you not can't a good compete way to do with things. the person that's making the fucking playmats no can't. not when you get them for two bucks yeah or whatever they get them for it's not a lot you know it's not a lot when you buy hundreds of them. and that's the other thing is yeah. like i have five of them they have a hundred so i can't compete with that quantity Yep. So what do you? What the fuck do you do? And then before long, they'll have a listing where they have fifty or sixty of them sold off of that listing, and then they're just going to be pegged at the top of the search yeah, results for that exactly for that play mat. It's bullshit. They also just got rid of their tournament boosters. I don't know. I'd like to know if there's any other tournament organizers out there. They just made. I just got a letter today that said um, they've made a group on Facebook where organizers could communicate to each other. That might be dangerous. <laughs> Especially with <laughs> well, the Well, they're just going to realize that they don't need you. Yeah. Right? Well, the th- with the things that they did, the changes that they've made recently, I used to get b- tournament boosters for 25 bucks shipped. That was two play mats, um, free month of premium, two dice bags, and 16 retired tokens. So we could that's either... That's cool. Yeah. You like, can, that's cool to, to be able to get that stuff. Yeah. Well, they took, they stopped that. The only way, they, they took that option away, <laughs> and then they added another option to the IQs, 
which you can pay. It's called IQ Plus. Instead of paying $300, you can pay $330 for the IQ, and you can uh, add that, basically, the tournament booster onto an IQ for five more Did dollars. you have to attend an event for the other one, or could you just buy them? Did you just buy them. So you have to attend the event? You well, have, you, have you have to, to at least buy a ticket. You have, to run a t- you have to run a tournament. You have to run that tournament. Oh. To be able to get the, the booster. And they went from having... Uh, Why would they make a change like that? That's, I don't know. They went, they went from having uh, IQs, which were like, let's talk like tiers of one, two, and three. Your your first tier was like your game night, and then they had open trials, which were free entries into their open series. And then they had IQs, which were entries into their invitational qualifiers. They've gotten rid of the open trials. Yeah. So the only competitive format, the only competitive thing that you can schedule through them is IQs now. And IQs, you need to have forty people show up for you to break even. You pay three hundred thirty bucks. They send those venues can't do that. That's fucking hard, dude. You have it's three hundred three hundred dollars. Has there ever been a shop in Waynesboro that could consistently get forty people to show up? No, no, not ever. Waynesboro, we're in Waynesboro. Yeah, I don't know if we've ever said that before. But well, there's not there. there there's <clears throat> most of the people, most of the shops in this area don't run IQs because it's not feasible for them to run IQs because you need such large numbers for that to make. For them to make profit, the There's way that probably it breaks only down, forty potential people in this area playing Magic at any, you know what I mean, actively playing Magic at any one time. Like I don't know how you'd ever get almost all of them to show up in an event. To, yeah. Because what happens if you schedule it and there's not enough people? What happens if you do it and twenty eight people show up? You just you it just, just doesn't it get no you it goes you just don't make money off of it. Oh oh yeah yeah. I guess you have to buy in at that level. Like, you basically have to buy in for 40 players. Yeah. And then if you yeah. just don't sell... Well, they and the thing is, is they don't... Like, they say that, like, you're guaranteed to break even at 20 people or something. And that's if you have... Like, I think that you have to charge, like, 30 bucks or more. Charge the most and then give the least price. Yeah. Point. Well, you the thing with it is, <clears> is, like I said, you pay $300 up front. And they give you... Eight play mats and pins and stuff that you all have to hand out. Like you have to hand everything out for its price you support. Have to. You don't get to keep any of it to resell. I was gonna say at least if if you do have a bad turnout, at least you have like this excess stuff that you could flip to get. He can't even do that. No. Yeah, well, that's just a risk then for a lot of shops. And unless you're a big and metropolitan right. shop. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. The uh, first place you have to give out two hundred fifty dollars cash. Like in addition, in addition to the the invitation, the qualifier. Why would they do that? I don't know, man. That's it's tough, dude. Up. It is tough. Like it's so tough it's a to minimum five hundred and fifty dollar obligation. Yeah, minimum. Minimum. Yeah, and it's just not feasible to run that type of thing. But we could run a tournament where we gave out the tournament boosters as prize support for twenty five bucks. That's feasible. It's not feasible to spend five hundred dollars and not have you would and you would see. That's the thing is you have to charge people thirty forty dollars. Uh, I and I like I'm the kind of player that has played kind of on and off. Like I'm the kind of guy that would be absolutely turned away from that because of the cost. Yeah, oh yeah. Like I, I cannot justify going and supporting an event like that for that much money. I said that's the thing about um kind of why we didn't do the, the team sealed event. It was seventy five bucks for fucking twelve packs. It seems completely against everything that they've been trying to do with FNM. Where it's like making things more accessible, like mm-hmm. helping shops out, yeah, you know, trying to to foster brand support and stuff, so everybody kind of benefits. Yeah, no, it's, it's that seems it's, to be like more tough, exclusive man. in a bad way. I don't like it. <clears throat> I don't agree with some of the things that they've done. That's for sure. 
Well, it you'd have to go. Surely, away, you have like, to go to another town around here to to do that. The closest IQ we played in is Martinsburg and Frederick. And they're what minimum fifty minutes away. Yeah, one way. Yeah. Because what Frederick's closer than. They're or they're about the same. They're about the same. The thing is, is they don't run them anymore because they weren't getting enough people. And that's crazy. Uh, if you're not familiar with this area, Frederick's huge yeah. compared to our town. Like Frederick's, I would imagine there's a few hundred thousand people in that town. It's like we're a town of what twenty to forty thousand, yeah. maybe. Um, well, the, the uh, Frederick's forty five minutes from Baltimore. Yeah, Frederick's a big, big city. Yeah, Frederick is an actual city. Yeah, uh, we're like a town, and even Hagerstown, which is big compared to us, yeah. like I doubt they could get forty people no, reliably. They yeah, they can't. There's a real issue with like the magic, and this again, this is something that we'll talk about, like communities. Well, if you like, put that on a map, yeah, that's fucked up. If you'd put that on a map, there's like a circle that encompasses a big chunk of Maryland, Virginia, mm-hmm. and the lower part of Pennsylvania where there's basically not a shop that can do that consistently. Right. That's fucked up. Like, yeah. that's bad for business. Yeah. I don't know what well, they, they think they're going to the do other, with that, but that's bad for business. They took away the other options that you had, too. They took away the smaller options that you had to do that to, and for them to keep making money. But they, I guess they, they uh, replaced the... The smaller option with game night stuff, and you still have to pay for the game night stuff. Like that's but that's the not the same level. Like that's the thing. That's it's totally casual. Yeah. Right. Right. Like there's no there's no progression or entrance into higher right. things with that. No, it's it's a, it's a completely um, different thing. If that doesn't have the same it's, appeal, it's F and M for Star City's version of F and M that you have to pay for though. You have to pay yeah. to get the shit that they they send you that you could just buy on eBay from me, but. That might not be happening too much longer because I can't really con- afford to compete with them putting the same fucking playmats and stuff out there. Because that's like a secondary market. It's weird for them to enter into a, like a secondary market like that. Yeah. When they should be a retailer. When they, they, already have the, they already have the market cornered. Well, plus you said they already sell the things on their site. I would just guess at normal kind of retail-ish prices. It's the same price. As eBay? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> so that's basically getting crossed off the list of business ventures. Yeah, well, things that you can, like, you can month to month. Like, we were just talking about the hustle. Like, when you're selling shit on eBay, you either have no money or you have a lot of money, it seems. like that's There's no in-between. There's no in-between, yeah. really. Because if you have money, you have to spend it to make more money. Or you have to pay fucking bills or whatever. You, you know, whatever have you here that you need to pay for. So you get... And the thing is, is like you, it's the it's the hard thing to. I mean, people out there, if you're into you know e-commerce and stuff, you understand. But if you don't, then like you can't make money without spending money. It just doesn't happen in yeah. eBay. You, so you have to search for deals. And you said you won a couple auctions last night. I because did. You made like three hundred dollars yesterday. I was that. booming. Four hundred dollars. Like, what's today? Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, Monday into Tuesday, I was. I just had more money on hand than I ever do, and then. I'm effectively broke again yeah. right now because, because you have stuff in transition. I basically. won, I won like yes, yeah, six fairly large auctions on eBay because I even told you I just it just yeah. struck me I was like man I got all this money I need to buy stuff. Yeah, I you start thinking of what you can do with your money for kind of casual self like buy even buying stuff for my daughter and stuff. And it's yeah. like no. No, I need to. I can't really do. It. I want to buy a salad. Keep from, things mo- moving. Or I want to buy tacos because it was Taco Tuesday. Yeah. But I really shouldn't because that's like the, the like for me spending that is like 
me selling a card to sell yeah. a card to pay for that, you know, or a guy or something. Yeah, I stopped at McDonald's so just kind of out of necessity because I hadn't eaten all day. It was like six bucks. And I was like, man. That one, means I have to sell something to get that. Yeah, and on average, if I'd have bought something, uh, save Warhammer figures, on average, like with my returns on Warhammer, uh, if I'd have spent six bucks, I probably could have made 18 to 24 off of yeah. it. And it's like, I can't turn a cheeseburger into $24. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I know I got to eat, but. McDouble. We got some fucking ramen in the cupboard that yeah. I could have could have waited all day. No, that's how I thought. I was like, why did I just spend that money on that? That's a habit that I've broken. I used to eat fast food religiously. I remember at the old job I had working at a graphic design place. Uh, every morning I stopped and got a McGriddle value meal. Yeah. And I just, like, I think about that now and it's fucking insane. Like, oh my God, it was like $7 every morning. Yeah. It was $35 a week. Probably more than that. Probably yeah. more than $35 a week. Just on breakfast. Right. Because I usually stop and get lunch and, and, and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that too. Right. And, yeah, sucks, and you start man. you start adding that up for the month. Holy hell. That's where the money goes. It's hard. I try not to do it. I do stop a lot still. Yeah, I mean too. Uh, my daughter loves french fries. So like, I always yeah. stop and get like a kid's meal and she gets the fries and I'll eat everything else. Well, I get like... I like to eat We're health conscious around here. So it's easier for me to make like a salad. Or uh, it's easier... Like sometimes it's just easier for me to get like a chicken salad... Grilled chicken salad from Sheets, or you know, somewhere or wherever. That that season's like, coming. Because your parents fucking, garden, right? Yeah. Do you take advantage of that? Yeah, it just depends. Some of the um, I'm not a like I'm not a spring leaf mix guy. Yeah. I don't like sticks and stems. Romaine lettuce is fine, whatever. So if it's that, then I'm good. But like, what the fuck is going on here? Because I garden. We like we grow romaine. We grew like yeah. No, I'm good with Eight that. Eight or ten different types of lettuce. This, like, I just the spring leaf stuff doesn't, like, it's too sticky. Uh, we grew Asian mustard greens last year, and I fucking love them. They kind of taste like uh, turnips slightly, hmm. and they're kind of like, 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 like. But, no, I really, really like them. Because I don't like lettuce that much. I really don't. Mm. It's It's a pain in the ass to grow. If anybody gardens, lettuce and, and leafy greens like that are such a pain in the ass to grow because everything eats it. Yeah. And as soon as you have like a head of lettuce, uh, say it's been growing for freaking six weeks and it's not ready to pick yet. And then one fucking caterpillar or something, just, just, you miss it. You don't pick it off. You don't tend to it. it bores a hole right through that fucking thing. Yeah. Ugh. But the, yeah. uh, the smaller greens aren't like that. They, you just grow them in big patches and they're a lot less effort yeah i'm ready for like fruit good fruit fruit and stuff we're trying to grow fruit this year we well, have like, like four can... apple trees planted got uh persimmons i think my dad planted a lemon tree that's cool yeah because everybody grows vegetables it's funny how few people grow fruit uh we have a strawberry patch that's yeah i think we have like a hundred between 80 and 100 plants they kind of spread out i sort of keep track but you can get uh, like strawberries now, but they're just not that good. You can get strawberries year round. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck that works. Yeah, but they're I don't know where good. they're coming from. Yeah. Because uh, I know. Always, always what the fuck is going on here? Some of that fruit, we got to mute it. Uh, apparently. I don't. Like, <laughs> I, my phone hasn't done. Like, nobody's tried to contact me all at all until right now. Apparently, people want to talk to me 
Right this fucking Nobody, time. my phone never does anything. It's eBay. I did I did turn my eBay alerts back on. It's so annoying. Oh my god. <laughs> you can't filter them as well as much as you should be you able should to. be able to. Yeah. Uh and then I was sitting there this morning and it just my phone exploded. It it vibrated for a solid ten seconds. <laughs> and it freaked me out. I thought something was wrong. Uh it was like 18 alerts from eBay from yesterday and the day before that it dumped on my phone for some yeah. reason. It's like, what the fuck? Now, not only do you get like the alert, you get a message that eBay sent you a message alert now. And I was like, I don't want I yeah. need that one. Oh, uh, like people get buy it nows and you have to pay. Yeah. Like I have it set so you have to pay when you put it in your cart or whatever. And it still sends you two messages. Yeah. Purch- person purchased this. Yeah. Person paid for it. It was like no fucking shit. Yeah. yeah. They had Time to. Time to ship it. Yeah. And then you get the time to ship it one. Yeah. Damn it. Bastard. I forget what we were talking about, but... I know gardening, but that's not yeah, what we were no, talking Yeah, no, we were really talking about Magic and Star City. Well, the thing that changed with them not giving... With them changing what they change is it makes it hard for... Like, those are things that I get every month that I know that I'm going to make this much on. Or relatively yeah. between this much and this much. Well, now that fucking changes. So, it's hard to be like... You're trying to be... At least have some things are steady whenever you're... You're because eBay's not steady. No, eBay's random constant. Thought. You have to constantly buy things so that when you know like something's on a regular schedule, that these are here to bridge the gap while you have three or four days to wait for these auctions to get to you. Yeah, and then another two days for you to get all of it up on and then eBay. A lot of times you lose them anyway. Yeah. So you spend a few days waiting on an auction for it to end, and then it brings more than you're willing to pay, and yeah. it's like you've gotten. Nothing. <laughs> Got nothing and all yeah. this time invested. Right. Uh, so that move, like, dick move, Star City. Dick move, man. It makes shit harder for me. I don't appreciate it. <laughs> well, you said uh, Star City offers a premium web service that it, it does legitimately give you access to a bunch of cool stuff because you mm-hmm. get, like, uh, videos about decks and strategies, uh, right. analysis of all kinds of different stuff. I think there's even, like, blogs and stuff that you get. Yeah. Blog-ish kind of things. Yeah. And you, you don't get access to it if you don't have their premium service. Right. But even that, you said they raised... Uh, yeah. it's it's It used to be 10 bucks every three months, and now it's 10 bucks a month. Because so. we ended up talking about it because my wife has bitched at me several times. Uh, it keeps reoccurring. It's a reoccurring charge that yeah, I haven't yeah. canceled. It's been over a year since I've been on that website, and I just canceled it like two weeks ago finally because... Every quarter, it would bill, and she'd be like, what the fuck's this? Why didn't you cancel this? Yeah. Uh, but, and then you were talking about it being monthly, and I was like, well, I only saw that charge periodically, and here it went from $10 a quarter, so $40 a year, to nine ninety nine a quarter, mm-hmm. or a month, a month, which is, what, $120 a year, yeah. which they probably give you a little discount, or don't they? If you buy a whole year, yeah. Uh, that's a significant increase. <laughs> And I understand it costs yeah. money to make content. I, I I understand that, but that's not cheap. No, that's not at all. That's not cheap. Mm-mm. Ten bucks a month. I know it's easy to write costs like that off, but no. Well, and it, it matters for a to hobby like, if like if magic. If you're a competitive player, you have it. You pretty well, much yeah. have to have it. So, um, them and then them doing what they did with raising. What's what I mean? Just fucking, all these things. It's just nickel and diamond. They're the fuck out of me, man. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. It's getting harder and harder to like support them. They run a hell of a tournament. Like the the Grand Prix and the Opens are always run really well. They're one of the best to the best to or you know if not they're one of the best if not the best to in America. 
And they've even done stuff in Japan and Europe, London and shit. So I just think they've they won all these little tournaments around. You think because that's going to drive the bigger yeah. scene ultimately. Well, I don't. It's like, going to drive interest in the bigger scene because, like, as some idiot like me gets involved on a local level, and then you're you're suddenly fucking into the competitive scene, and then you're then you're on their site looking at deck techs and stuff because you got these big ambitions of yeah. you know going to a PTQ or. Well, that's why I don't know what. Um, I don't know. I'm sure they have their reasons. Everybody has reasons for their Well, stuff, uh, yeah, but. I mean, I don't know how much overhead that, uh, like, adding additional tournament services that you're not running. They don't run That's the open I mean. They're just shipping stuff. you a box of shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, surely there's a few employees that have to be devoted to that, but we're not talking a business-breaking I don't even think venture so. Yeah, here. I didn't really get it. But. Especially when, like you said, you bought, you're still buying the stuff. Right. It's still another uh, avenue for them to move product through. And it's going to be consistent. Yeah. Because if, if places... Think of how many hobby shops there are, like the shop or whatever you were buying under, like... Yeah. There's a lot of them. Uh, yeah. And it's going to be every month. Every month, every month, or how, how yeah. often they do them. Monthly. Yeah. I don't know. They they probably know better, I would hope, well, what's, the th- what's best for them, but... The other thing that they advertise to us is if we're organizers, then we get certain a percentage off of retailer bundles. So, like, you get five playmats and five... Uh, packs of cards and normally it's a hundred bucks whatever is that the box that you open no this is different like this is you like there are other retailer bundles where it's just like one uh, piece of art so like the one's called the zebra collection that's the cheapest one so that's a hundred bucks right for that bundle for five and five it's all that theme yeah well you get 30 percent off because you're an organizer they sell those fucking things on ebay too now like that's I'm glad I never bought one. Because do you still get, do you still get what would be thirty percent off of their eBay price? That's no. still what you can buy it at, or is it's it's competitive? It's, it's kind of similar to their eBay. Price. Yeah, it's kind of similar to their eBay price. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. That's that's kind of shady stuff. I, a lot of people might not be familiar with the company that that Warhammer comes from, uh, Games Workshop, but they've had a lot of problems with stuff like that over the years. Uh, they still will not allow anyone to sell their stuff online. Like, you cannot sell retail Games Workshop Warhammer figures. Uh, there are some places that have kind of circumvented the restrictions. Like, the War Store has been, like, anybody that's into gaming is probably familiar with the War Store. Uh, they sell... There, There's real particular rules about, like, how you can list things on your site. Like, you can put on your site that you sell Warhammer, but you have to do it in very specific ways... Uh, and it sounds like game uh, Star City is starting to do some of those things. It's like where they're they're obviously trying to expand kind of their footprint. Well, which I would argue not if they're getting rid yeah. of the, the smaller tournament right. scenes because that that's a part of your footprint yeah. is the casuals. <laughs> like everybody likes to talk dirty about casuals, but a lot of times they're the dollars that are keeping a lot of things going. Yeah. Well, it's not, not even like the open trials were competitive too. Yeah. It's just you're like, making like you're you're, you're trying catering to, like, to stores that are like you have to be a certain size and a certain place, really, to run these. And stores, they're a minority. These tournaments, surely. yeah, and they're just it doesn't seem like there's many. But we we can that actually isn't a bad segue right into what I wanted to talk about was uh, uh, communities for for different things, whether it's like online games or like hobbies or and stuff you're into. Like, how wildly different some communities are from others. Uh, 
like some of the better ones, what, what actually made me think of this was I'm in a mech warrior group on Facebook. Yeah. Just like a fan group. It's an international fan group for all the mech warrior games and all that stuff. And it is an absolutely amazing community. I made a couple posts on there and it just caught me by surprise. Like the one post I had like pushing 300 likes in less than 12 hours. And I've had, I've just never had anything on social media that got that kind of response. Everybody was super positive. Everybody, like, people commented and there was discussions that happened. And it just shocked me because that never happens. No. That never happens online. Uh, we just had some somewhat personal drama the other day about a, a absolutely trivial post on uh, Facebook. And people get heated. Some of my family and stuff. Yeah. But And, and there's just, like, conflict and... There, well, there's something about the internet that just seems to make things so toxic because people don't interact. Like, you'll have conflict with somebody online and then you see them in person and it's just, it, it's like it evaporates. Yeah. Because you can actually communicate and you yeah. can see the person's tone and see, like, what they probably meant. Well, because that influences things yeah, so much. Yeah, like, and specifically in that instance, and I think in a lot of instances, but, but specifically in that instance, there was, like, a personal attack. Like it gets personal, yeah. And it wasn't. Like, and it was it mixed didn't with like a little bit of history. <laughs> well, history and like a little bit of uh, like trolling. I really don't know what else to call it. Yeah, like, we kind of talked about that. Yeah, which, which always just makes things bad. It just yeah. it just, just combined it's for. Different. It's a different thing to. It's one thing to troll somebody, but it's like one thing to like have a pass with somebody and be trolled by them, and then be like, have it be personal. Yeah. Like no, that it's it's trolling on a personal level. It's not trolling on a like subject level where you're like, oh yeah, because me and my friends troll each other all the time, where we say shit. It's part of being on the internet. Right. Everybody gets their troll on occasionally. But this got like, I don't know. Yeah. We're talking about communities. Yeah. Uh, Because we don't actually have a whole lot of time left already. No. I don't really but, uh, even get to talk about DC that much. I met I some artists, got some stuff signed, stood in line for an hour and a half for Therese Nelson, sold some cards, bought some shit. Overall, it's a good. It was a good time. Even though I didn't yeah. play in the main event, it was it was fun, and I look definitely look forward to going to the next one. The hustle of getting cards and stuff signed, it's really cool. It's just fun. But that's yeah, that's fun everywhere. You go to cons, and get stuff signed. We got a it local was, con coming up. Yeah, get some. Not that many signatures that we're gonna get probably, but no. Get it, get Not one that interested, yeah, and a lot of the people. But um, overall, before we get back into the community, well, what did thing, you do? Was, you played in the standard. Did they have a standard event? No, we were going to, but we had to wait, and we stood in line for Therese Nelson, who is a um, she's just like a really well-known magic artist. She did Force of Will. She did uh, Eternal Witness, Dismember. She did Judge Foils, which are uh, hundred bucks a piece lands, and then she did Guru lands, which are two hundred bucks a piece. Yeah, she um, got pretty. Man, it's we were talking about that. Man, it's so there's there's so many great artists on magic in in magic just across the board. There's so many great artists, uh, but some of them get fortunate enough to get put on cards yeah. that just never stop seeing play. Right. And that's what, like there's just cards that just are in yep. multiple formats. They've been in some of those formats for decades, and they get reprinted. And they well, I guess reprinting doesn't count because they do switch artists. Sometimes a lot. they do, but sometimes they keep the original art too. But so. but yeah, man, that's like win the lottery when you end up getting put yeah. on a card that's just a fucking staple in a deck for like a, a decade or yeah. two to come. Yeah. Uh, and that's and where, she's got uh, yeah quite a few. Some killer cards. Yeah. 
there was other artists. Noah Bradley was there. He's done um, full art b- battle for Zendikar lands. So I got him to sign them. He did Anger of the Gods, which is a modern That's staple. Cool card. Yeah, so he signed that. I got uh, Eric Deschamps was there, and he did Elspeth, the new Gideon ally of Zendikar, and he did P.N. Karan Nalar, which is Mommy and Daddy, uh, Chandra's Mom and Dad, and that's like a real cool card. It's in standard, but it's seeing play in modern, so it's like, I'm specking on it. I'm buying a bunch of them to see, like, I think it's going to go up. So that's a cool card. Um, there was a, there was just a bunch of people. It's almost there. overwhelming yeah. with, like, artists and magic, because there there's was, just, I would imagine, hundreds at this point, if yeah. not more. But it was cool because I've never been in that. I've never gone to a GP before. I've been playing competitively for like three or four years, and there just hasn't been many opportunities What's that? around. It's a here. Grand Prix. Yeah, is Grand that what they, they call it? Yeah. Them? Um, so their terminology is different than Wizards. For yeah, all their stuff. Well, that is Wizards. These are these are this is Grand oh, okay. Prix are Wizards. Um, theirs is is like the Grand Prix is kind of their equivalent to an Open Series, but Grand Prix are like much bigger scale. So you will have five thousand people instead of a thousand people, roughly. That's crazy. At these, That's so. a lot of people playing magic. Yeah, the hall was huge. The hall was huge for sure. But the but the thing that we took, you know, we walked away with it was we we got to sell some shit. I got to re- get rid of a bunch of eBay shit that had been on my eBay for a while that hadn't been selling, and I got money for it. So that was cool. Um, the biggest thing was I got some prints and stuff. I got my brother um, something. He was getting hernia surgery, so he couldn't go down with us. That sucks. And uh, so I hope you feel better, man. If you watch this, I'm, you know, I think it's getting better progressively each day but that's not something that heals you know really quickly so i got him an elspeth uh print because it's his favorite planeswalker and then i got him the guy to to draw the artist to draw uh wings on elspeth so he did oh, like, a cool. little bit of an altar for it and she's dead like she's kind of, well she was dead she was uh in the story she's elspeth the character yeah 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 she's presumed dead so um I got Olivia Voldaren. I did see that card. Uh, you sent, you texted yeah, me. Yeah, well, I'm going to talk about card. that real quick. Since there's there's right now spoiler season, um, and one of the cards that was just spoiled was I got one of the cards I got signed by one of the guys was, yeah, exactly, Olivia <laughs> Voldaren. We do that now. Yeah, and uh, she um, was like in my Jun deck. Yeah, and I she's in modern Jun some, so I got her to do that. But then uh, today they spoiled Olivia mobilized for war, and if we can put it up here, we'll do it. Um, but I'll just, it's a, it's cool. It's just by the art. It's obviously yeah, Olivia. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's, it's by the same guy. So it's like, I got to get him oh, to okay. sign this one too. Um, so it's you got a, them signed? I got Olivia Voldaren signed by the guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. You... Not these. I wish. That's still cool. Though. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. They're spoilers. They're not yeah, out they're yet. Not out yet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The art is fucking sweet on it though. No, it is sweet. It's the old cool card was looking. sweet. Yeah. Um, she's a three, three, a flying three, three for a red, a black and, um, any color. And she's flying. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may discard a card. If you do, put a 1-1 counter on that creature. It gains haste, and until end of turn, it becomes a vampire in addition to its other types. So, that's, that's pretty nuts. There's not many cards in the game that give that allow you to give creatures haste. Yeah. Well, the thing with... Uh, the, the Discard outlets in Innistrad are going to be big because there's madness. Is it a max of one, or can you dump your hand to that? Discard it. A card? A card, yeah. Just once? Yeah. Yeah, just one. Um, madness is a mechanic so that you can pay, if you discard cards, you can pay them for their madness cost. So there's a lightning bolt. It costs red, red, one, and it does three damage to target creature or player. But its madness cost is one red. So you pitch that, pay one red, kill their shit, or do three damage to them, and then your your guy has haste and a 1-1 one, one counter for a turn, and it's a vampire. That's sweet. And she's a 3-3 three, three for three. No, because I used to play kind of like a beater, casual vampire deck, and that's 
Yeah, exactly. It's another, yeah. Is she legendary? Yeah, like, she is, she, is legendary. So you can't have both because, out at the same time. No, no. I, it's not relevant for like standard and stuff, but you, actually, like, you can. Decks. You can have Olivia Voldaren and Olivia mobilized for war you just at can't the same have time. Have more than one, one of, of each, each of them. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Two Olivias. Yeah, you can. They're different. Uh, they have different names, and then if it's a cool card. It's great art. Yeah, looks awesome. So there's a uh, there's a bunch of spoilers out right now, but. Um, that's, I guess, one of the other communities, and we'll like you were talking about. Magic's uh, not a bad community it, for it the isn't, most part, but like a lot of like our local community is shit. It's a lot of flaky, <laughs> flakiness. Like, yeah, there's like a lot of it's back and forth. Like you play standard, and then people want to play modern, so you play modern, and then they don't want to play modern anymore, and then they want to play standard, and it's like a lot of flip flop. And it's like I'm well, flaky I just when it comes to magic. Five hundred dollar deck, and now I can't even play it. So. I'm definitely um, flaky when it comes to magic because I'll play for a while and then not for a long while and then play again. Like I'll probably like if we end up talking about it all the time, I'll probably get a deck together and stuff. Yeah, what's well, fun? Especially I mean, when you spend that's... hours on eBay. It is one of the benefits of spending hours on eBay. Like I was thinking of getting a Warhammer army together for myself. And it's like Jesus Christ, can I ever do that cheap? Yeah, because exactly. you're just scouring certain like uh, anything Nintendo and anything Warhammer. If if there's an auction on eBay right now, I've probably seen it. Yeah, I've probably looked at it, evaluated the cost. Especially if it has lot in the title. Yeah. <laughs> if there's lot yeah. in the title, I've probably seen it because that's what I look for. Because we'll have to talk about that sometime about techniques for searching and stuff. Yeah, I have definitely mastered the art of finding poorly listed items. Yeah, uh, the Nintendos, like shit like that. Yeah. Like there's things that you're gonna get half a dozen views on them right. max and instead of. 500 before the auction ends yeah. like if it would have if you dispelled things right or listed it right yeah uh two of the auctions i, I won last night were not in the right category and yeah. some people some people will go search on ebay category. and they just yeah they just search yeah. by category or, and they click their way through the navigation sometimes it you when you click when you search for certain stuff it will auto put you in a category i've had them put yep. me when i'm searching, searching for magic it puts me in trading cards <coughs> nintendo does that and uh, I search const like almost every day for Daggerfall because I try to grab copies like the nice huge foil boxes that are worth about a hundred bucks, and uh, it does the same thing. And if you let it keep you in like video games, you'll have maybe ninety listings instead of. And then if you go to all categories, it'll have maybe two hundred. Yeah. Because people don't put it the right, right place. Like they'll put it in collectibles of some kind instead of like games and shit. Yep. Uh, people will do that with Nintendo. They'll put it in one of those like vintage memorabilia categories or something fucking bizarre like that. It don't bring shit. Nope. I've also changed the time of day that my listings end recently because the last month or so, Nintendo stuff has been bringing more between 11 and 2 o'clock in the middle of the day than buy it nows tend to be. Really? Which is fucked up. Uh, I saw a Mario Kart go the other day for... Uh, what was that? Almost 70 bucks. Hmm. Fucking insane. Yeah. Almost 70 bucks for a Mario Kart. Mario Kart's fucking insane, even on eBay. Yeah. Like, even on a bad day on eBay, that's... It's a $50 game. Way over, way overpriced. Uh, but it's an auction. And I don't know what it is, because I had my my last three auctions I did, I had end in the middle of the day like that. I did, did fucking great. Really? See, most of my shit, most of the... Buy, buy, like, I go to sleep, I wake up, and people have bought shit. Yeah, that's usually what happens to me. Like I, I that's what I thought because I'm weird. always on the evening. In the evening, like I'm on there looking at stuff. So I'd figure, you know, people tend to get off around five, uh, an hour or two to come home, get something to eat, and then they're sitting on their computer looking at shit. So I, I always figured like seven to nine 
Eastern Standard Time or mm-hmm. somewhere. You have, you have to strike that balance of what time zone you want to target. <laughs> Fucking California. California. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I always thought that would be the best and every auction I've ever had that ends in that time does fucking terrible. Really? Terrible. I actually swore off auctions for like a month and a half because I had like three or four lots of Nintendo stuff that just did yeah. shockingly bad. Like unbelievably bad. And it was really nice stuff too. Like a whole lot of the old five screw original black label uh, NES games. Or like 15 bucks. Yeah. Like one of those games is almost one of almost worth fifteen bucks. Yeah. Like I was hoping it might bring closer to fifty or sixty, but fucking fifteen bucks. Well, and then I had undercosted shipping on it because I was like, ah, they'll, you know, I only charge like four dollars shipping and end up costing like almost six bucks or something mm-hmm. to ship it. I was like, God damn it! Yep. I, I should have just fucking busted them with a hammer or yeah. something. Like it would have been the same. It would have been worth more to me. But yeah, I got more out of more it. More gratifying for sure. But yeah, we need to do a video about no, that's that. What we that's a key about. thing about, uh, like, I, my dad has owned a business. My whole family owns businesses and stuff. It has always boggled his mind that you can buy stuff on eBay and then sell it on eBay. That you can you can buy from the same market that you're selling to yeah. and make money. He almost doesn't believe me. I think yeah. he thinks I'm lying a lot of times. That's what I do. <laughs> but yeah, you can absolutely do that. Yeah, it takes. You need to go about it carefully, but you can absolutely mm-hmm. fucking do it. And I yeah. can show you how. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, I'll do the same thing. That's what I always look yeah, for. Yeah. There's different Facebook groups and stuff I'm a member of that I find. You have guy, to know the shit you're selling. Yeah. Like, you have to know the... You have to be able to glance at something and know the fucking value of it. Like, you can show me a picture of... A hundred Nintendo games laying on the floor, and it will take me only a few seconds to scan them... And, and tell you what's there, tell you what has value, tell you what doesn't have value, tell you the things that, like, you know, this game is fucked up, but it doesn't matter, it's not going to yeah. affect the value, or this game is fucked up and it's almost worthless, even though it would be worth 25 bucks if it wasn't fucked up. Right. Like, you just need to know the stuff you're, you're dealing with inside now. And scanning eBay for six to eight hours a day will we'll do that. <laughs> we'll do that, yeah. And you can't just, like, you can't have tunnel vision on eBay. Like, you do have to look... Uh, we've talked about price aggregators before and the, yeah. the pitfall that that can be, uh, but they are handy to, to look at occasionally. Uh, like check Amazon, compare Amazon's prices with uh, like private sellers. People have their own websites and stuff. You can mm-hmm. check what they're doing. Your best place eBay. to fucking ever check anything for a market price is eBay. Look yep. for sold listings for shit that's been sold. It's it's ridiculous. Like, I'm, this is a thing. We're talking about communities. I'm part of this community on Facebook that's Funko Mystery Minis. Where people buy, sell, and trade. If you try to sell on there, people chastise you if you try to get too much money. Yeah. It's They're like crusaders for telling you that something, you're, what your shit, they know what your shit <clears throat> is worth because they use a website called Pop Price Guide. And I hate it. I fucking hate it. Because people every- condescending as fuck. Like, they'll, oh. you'll, you'll be trying to get something and, uh, Cause it's what is the one for for pops? What's that site called? Pop price guide. Pop price guide. Yeah. The one for uh, vintage game of vintage games of all systems is uh, video game price charting. I think. Yeah. If you s- Google price charting, it'll come up. Uh, people will go look at these sites and and it is the gospel. Gospel. Like mm-hmm. they will come to you and be like, it says it's worth this. Yeah. Uh, Cause the example I gave to you was a guy was pontificating about the price of a game and I pointed out to him that the, according to price charting the game by itself 
with nothing, like just the cartridge, was worth more than the game was complete in box with a manual and sleeve. Right. Yeah. And and the the site was fucked up. Like it, it wasn't aggregating data properly, or it was pulling data that was really yeah. skewing things to the point mm-hmm. of it being useless. Right. Because like we we've, we've talked, they don't take a million different things into account when they aggregate a price into the item that you're looking at. Anything that's in a lot doesn't count. Yeah. Anything that was under, for pop price guide, anything that's listed under non-new condition isn't counted. None of, all those pops are open box. So you have to list them as open. You can't list them as new. Like there's no such thing as a new the, pop that you know what it is. No, if like the, right because they're yeah, all random. They're all mystery minis that are open. Like you open the box and you find out what it is. <clears> it's a booster pack. It's like a booster pack of cards. It's like trying to sell a magic card out of an unopened pack. Yeah. It's like well, I, it's yeah. The only the the only point at which you know what it even is, it's used. Yeah, it has to be. So they don't count that though. All of my listings on eBay are used, and then the, in the description it describes why they're considered used. Some things more or less only get sold in lots. Yeah. Like lower value figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they their prices end up being inflated on these sites because the only ones they're seeing are ones that yeah shouldn't even be counted. Right. Arguably, or they're, they, or they're the, the ones that are really hard to find or are rare. They have lower prices on them because. People either don't list them right. Like, there's so many different reasons. Yeah. Like, I, and then those people tell you how much your stuff's worth. And it, it, it infuriates the shit out of me because it's like, they're like, what's well, not worth that? They will, when, what happens when new product comes out is that the price is here and the demand's here. Yep. So the price keeps rising because people want it. And then what happens is, is prices inflate and people are like, it's not worth that. I can't believe these assholes would buy it. And I'm like, I can't believe you assholes care enough that you're like it's ruining your day don't buy it well you said people were complaining that other people were were paying a certain amount for a figure yeah like they were complaining that it was worth that much right and it's like that's half of the post this is this is economics like you're 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 shouting at the wind you understand yeah and a a lot of times in the one uh, funka group it's toxic the group sucks the admins are fucking douchebags and the only reason I'm part of it is because sometimes I get deals where, like, this guy was trying to sell 20 Game of Thrones minis for 20 bucks plus shipping. Yeah. $27 for 20 minis? I'll take one of those, please. Exactly. Thank yeah. you. I, I don't sell shit on there anymore because it's too much of a hassle. There's. I joined uh, that group because I wanted to see some of the drama that yeah. you had told me about several times. The, there's admins in the group that are like, well, I'm not going to collect these now because I think they look Some weird. of the admins and then are he toxic. Talks, yeah. And then he, yeah. They, he would talk about... His name's Ryan Israel. I don't give a fuck if he sees it. <laughs> You're an asshole. You're on call, man. Bitch. A dip shit, but these people, dickhead of the day, you are for real. Fucking you are. You're interjecting. Your see, we were talking about having mini segments. People. That's a yeah. mini segment. Yeah, we're gonna have. I'm That's a fucking logo. Dickhead, dickhead of the, of the day. day is this guy. This Fuck admin guy. on this group. You don't have to tell other people how to collect their shit. Like it just doesn't make it's sense. Not a place. You don't get. It's not your. Pl- it's not your place to tell somebody what something's worth if it's not worth that to you. It's if you don't want it, don't buy it. Exactly. And walk the exactly. fuck away. But don't criticize people for selling it at that price. Well, buy the. It's still completely misguided to criticize that a price or a thing is worth something in a market. But to criticize the people buying it has always yeah, been fucked up. It's so stupid. Uh, like, I understand so it's easy to look at. Like, I can think of some examples of things that just... Uh, there's NES cartridges that are not worth what they sell for. Absolutely. And, and most, almost any collector on the planet will tell you that. They're not worth what they sell for. They're right. just super rare. Which is the same. Yeah, but if you want thing, it, arguably, you have to pay for it. If you don't want but it, people don't complaining pay for it. that people want to that are willing to pay that, it's like, I, 
Shouting at the wind, man. Some people, 40 bucks isn't a thing when it means that their collection is complete. Oh, no. Like, something like that, 40 so, yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck? Who are you to tell people how, what to do with their money? That's what irritated me about yeah. that. But we're, we're talking about communities. We don't have much time here. But, like, when we're talking about communities, like, this is what makes shit. And it's always the internet. Always the internet. With we'll people to talk that, about it next time. Because yeah. we wanted to... I, I wanted to talk about concerts. Yeah. Because, uh, like, just just how different things can be. Like, uh, the example I think I gave to you was... Uh, we've both went and seen him. We've actually seen him together. Together. Sort of. Yeah. We were in the same room, but yeah. we got we got kind of separated. Yeah. Uh, we were on the balcony. He was in the... I was on the floor. On the floor. With uh, my sister-in-law, who's like five foot two. Yeah. And everybody else appeared to be like six foot five that yeah. was on the floor for some fucking reason. Yeah. Uh, but no, the experience you'd have at a place like that, like a hymn concert, uh, compared to... Um, was another one we talked about? Uh, the Summer Sanitarium tour from like yeah, Metallica. ten or twelve years ago. It was like Metallica, Kid Rock, System of a Down. Uh, the the differences between the crowds that were at those two events, and I get the one one was a bigger bigger venue, but well, then it's an event. Man, it's the demeanor of everybody, yeah. the way everybody treated each other, the just the the entire ambiance of the whole thing was as different as two things could possibly yeah. be. And online communities can be like that. You, I, th- oh, I thought sure. it was funny. We were talking before we started, and you're like, well, I've never been in a good fun community. It's like, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I understand that because 99.9% of the ones I've been yeah, in I can't have been think of one. just uh, really combative yeah. and, and toxic. Well, I hate to keep using the word toxic, but it's just, it's it just, it's just poison. describes. Yeah. yeah. The, they will suck the life out of you. Yeah, they will absolutely. make you a, a worse person than you are for not being in them. Well, we're having like we're. I'm criticizing the Funko group. That's they're just. It's not a good. I, I don't have fun participating <clears throat> in that community. I'm sure some people do, but like having people try to tell you what is your shit is worth. It's, just it's weird. not right. Yeah, and then people try to tell me I'm wrong for like because I ship things in bubble mailers, and it's like I've <laughs> shipped thousands of these fucking things. I know what I'm talking about here, and. That yeah. is where, like, I don't want to be a part of that community. We were talking about the magic community. Well, that can be like good said, while it's going on. You feel like you got to linger just, because of the potential deals and stuff. Yeah. So you're, you're torn. But then it's like, what if I leave and then some dude's selling there's his a, whole collection for yeah, two bucks a figure? Exactly. There's uh, the magic community. It's just <clears throat> the, the people in it are great when they're in the community, but they're flaky and they leave the community. So there's no, like, to me, it feels like a lot of time there's no loyalty and there's no um, yeah. They just don't like. I don't, just don't care. People I don't know if don't it care. if it's like the the thing itself or if it's because sometimes it is the thing itself. Like the nature of the thing that the community is around kind of contributes to it being one way or the other. And I I don't think magic really has any inherent negativity. No, I, I, it does. I think it does have a little bit because. <clears throat> at its core, it's it's competitive. Yeah, sure. Like, and I think there's going to be a, a a certain minimum level of unrest in any community that's mm-hmm. based on like competitiveness. competitiveness. Yeah, uh, sure. Because one of the best I've ever been in is that MechWarrior community I was talking about. Everybody's just positive. Yeah. Every just across the board, like I've never seen anything undesirable in that group. Yeah. And because uh, I had that like, holy shit! I think it was like the first thing I ever posted in there. And uh, just the reaction to it, I was like, 
holy shit, yeah. like, I'm not used to this on the internet. Where are the haters at? Like, where are the haters? Yeah, I'm not a, a, a disabled child that needs medical attention or something. Like, that's usually the only times you see reactions like that where everybody's yeah. just overwhelmingly positive. Yeah. Like, anything else, you know, a couple people say nice things and some guy, fuck you, yeah. fuck this guy. Right. What, are you, what game are you trying to play? Like, what are you trying to do here? Yeah. What are you trying Fucking to Fucking casual. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, like, I can't think of uh, an internet group or a community of any that I've had, like, just good. a real positive experience with. I think it's just, like, people suck. I can't think of any <laughs> other ones. Uh, the, the crowds at him concerts, I would kind of consider that. I mean, we're not a community in the conventional sense, but... Well, there's like, a group of people always, that yeah, share interests. Even I've been to like more concerts to him, and I don't. There's something about a him concert that these people, like the people there, love the band, and you're just singing along, and people are enjoying the music, and that's really what it's about there. Yep. In those certain the know, music, the music, like that yeah, is yeah, that absolutely. is central. Which it bizarrely enough isn't the case with At, like with Metallica different concerts or like the summer. Like it's a it's an that's why I said it's a it's God's a and It's an event. Like it's Worst an event for a lot of people. Because they go, it's, I'm going to get fucked up and do this. I'm not going to listen That's to Ozzy. definitely that one. Like, it's not, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's God not. Godsmack and Ozzy was like an AA meeting where they were, they had a <laughs> yeah. band. It was yeah. fucking horrible. Everybody was just belligerent and, and drinking way more than they should have. And it just, it wasn't a place I wanted to be. Yeah. We're all We left early. Time. We didn't even yeah. finish, like, Black Sabbath didn't even finish playing. We left. It was just not good. Right. Well, I, and I mean, I don't want to, like, we... And like him, you don't want him to leave. Right. It's like fucking... Encore, encore. Uh, we're not against drinking. <laughs> or, no. Or anything like that. But if like you're an that, asshole when you yeah, drink, then like, I'm against we're drinking. Against assholes, I guess. Yeah. I'm anti-asshole. More so than, like, getting drunk. That's everybody a message I can get have fun. Like, everybody's entitled to have yeah. fun. And I mean, I've definitely had my fun, too. I was just trying to not like have summer, my actions affect other people. That summer sanitarium tour, somebody ended up... I, there's controversy. Somebody somebody died at the concert. Uh, it was like a baseball stadium kind of situation. Yeah. And uh, somebody either jumped or got pushed off the top rail and fell the whole way from the top. It was like 150 feet onto the fucking dead center, like of the entrance, the main entrance. They they fucking hit dead center, ten feet out from the doors of the main entrance. Oh, and fucking just yeah, got obliterated. Yeah. Imagine. I mean, if that summarizes what the the vibe of that concert yeah. was, it's yeah, dude's face smashed on a concrete concrete slab. Yeah, it's not good. It's that just, doesn't sound like just fun. shitty. Yeah, just really shitty environment. The, like I can't. I, I've tried to. I, like we talked about it a little bit beforehand when you were talking about. It. Like there's really. I can't think of a specific instance where there's been. I like, can't think a of any other ones. Interaction really. Any online game horrible. Yeah, Basically, like gaming in, in and of itself is just... Counter-Strike can have its times where I really enjoy being part of it, but then it's... Then some, like, 13-year-old so with talking. a high voice comes on and he's like, you motherfuckers suck. Like, I just raped you. And Yeah, and shit. that's the frustrating part is he, he probably well might yeah. be better than you. Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> That's all he's done since he's been eight years not, old. There's not, like, you don't interact with these people because of those things. So I don't know where there's, like, a constant interaction. I said to you before jujitsu when I did jujitsu, yeah. like, you, that kind of, when you're, like, going against each other, it kind of removes all the ego from it. Like, that's one of the good things about doing jujitsu really is the lack of ego. Where, like, you do check your ego out the door because you're going to get beat, you're going to get tapped, you're going to get... Even the guys that aren't, like, if you're just objectively better than, than certain guys, there's still things that that guy can probably do to you that you have trouble stopping. Sure. Like, guys that just, 
overall bad at wrestling, but they can get you in a fucking heel hook like <laughs> effortlessly, yeah. and it'll happen almost every time you wrestle right. them, and it's that's good yeah. because it it makes you constantly reevaluate things. Like yeah. you, it it makes it hard to get an ego, keeps things less toxic. Speaking of tapping out, Nick Nick Nate Diaz uh, talked about how like he made his opinion known. I just shared it on Facebook uh, about tapping and what it means to tap. What did he say? He's like, you, at this level of the game, you have to tap. It doesn't that's, make you... That's what I would expect yeah. most professional fighters to say. Yeah. I think Matt Sarah said he shouldn't have tapped. Or he should have... He shouldn't have tapped and went out like a man. And I want to be like, dude, you've been... You, you've tapped before. <laughs> you, like, you've tapped before. So... And that's that's a weird thing. But he's like a hothead New Yorker... Yeah. You know, kind of guy. And That drama stuff we were I don't know. And I wanted to... I got to check. I can't remember exactly. But I have to look and see how uh, his boy Chris Weidman lost to um, lost to Luke Rockhold and the thing he should have fucking thrown in the towel for him because his boy was getting his ass kicked around for a couple rounds bleeding all over the fucking place and it doesn't make you a man when you can't wake up the next day and remember what the fuck happened to you. Yeah. It's well, nobody like, wants to. Nobody that actually cares about the sport wants to see that happen to anybody. No, and it was like it was pre, it was pretty apparent. Like it should have been maybe stopped a whole round before that. But was he just kind of like oh his the dude feet, was, but not yeah, not really. He was just getting his ass handed to. Yeah, him. that's sad. It's one of the things I don't like about watching boxing. Like I used to watch boxing a moderate amount. That. It, you don't see that happen too much in, in MMA because usually when guys get like that, it's over pretty quick after yeah. that. Like as soon as they're not really totally coherent. But I remember that about boxing. Like yeah. You see guys kind of get their bell rung, but it's not enough to put them on their, their ass. And they're just kind of like on their feet, and not defending themselves all yeah. that well, it but was, not yeah, getting knocked out because they got fucking 16-ounce gloves or yeah. something crazy on. Yeah, he was getting his ass beat, though. No, that's a shame. But I don't... Uh, uh, yeah. I'll link that. Doesn't make you a bitch to tap. That's funny. I mean, if any, if if you'd believe anybody that tells you that, believe him. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. if he's the first guy, he'd be the first guy on the planet to tell, tell you, you if something made you a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he would not hesitate. They would at definitely all. be the ones to tell you. And if he says something doesn't make you a bitch, it's probably he. He's probably right. <laughs> yeah. Because they will be the first. To, that's true. They will be the first people to tell you you're a bitch. Oh, he'd tell you you're a fucking bitch for sure. For sure. Maybe we'll get into the communities thing a little bit different or uh, a little bit. Yeah, more. there's we'll definitely more to talk again, about. I'll try to. I'll try to like think about it some more and yeah, some more specifics. Because there have been some okay think, communities. Yeah. And and there have been some that are markedly worse than even some of the worst. Yeah. Like some are just unbearable. Some like online games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Counter-Strike Counter really Counter can almost get in that category oh, yeah, sometime. For sure. Reese can't stand to be in a server. Can't take it. Heroes of the Storm. There's all kinds of assholes that want to tell you how you're doing shit wrong, and then they suck. The communication's the kind of disconnected yeah. in that. Like, yeah. it doesn't... It, it seems... I know it's the same. You can just type, but people don't communicate much in that game, yeah. which is kind of nice and kind of yeah, yeah. Well, unless you're in general chat. General chat's full, filled with a bunch of trolls. Yeah. I, I'm one of those trolls. Oh, I do it too. And that, I, well, like, I, yeah, man, I think there's hashtag more. Trump 2016. Yeah, exactly. I typed that in Heroes of the Storm yeah. hundreds of times. Yeah, that's fun to troll people like that. It's not uh, fun to troll people and then like be personal about it. And then say something derogatory about liberals. Yeah. And join a game and you're fucking out. Yeah. See ya. 
See, I I'm, we're talking about communities, and here I am fucking one up. Yeah. Well, there's not really much to fuck up there, I don't think. That's true. So I Probably yeah. okay on that front. They right. all want to be Baron's chat, and Indeed. it's just nobody's yeah. Baron's yeah. chat but Baron. Even yeah. Baron's chat isn't Baron's chat anymore. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's the fun kind of toxic. <laughs> well, we're running out of time here. So Yeah. Um, if you didn't notice, we're, we're actually in my basement. It's kind of weird. It's it's kind of nobody can see it because you're probably just seeing some nice picture in the background or whatever. But it's fucked up in here. Like it's just all my stuff. It's messy. Yeah, but it's gonna make it easier for us to make shit. So. Yeah. We'll Hopefully our chroma keys all crisp and shit yeah, this we'll week. Yeah, we'll see. If you see just a green screen taped to the back <laughs> with leopard blue leopard print duct tape, then yeah. you'll uh, gotta get the cheap kind. You'll know what's up. But, it uh, did make it the whole time. We were, I, did, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of concerned that the screen, the cloth was going to just fall at some point because it's kind of hastily taped to the wall. But yeah, it made it. It made it. It's there oh, for yeah. now, anyway. But no, we're going to cool. do. Uh, we'll do our media recommendation real quick. Do you want me to go first? Cause I got, yeah, because I'm I just like I have one. Uh, uh, everybody, this is a shout out to my boy Lyle. Uh, everybody needs to check out Action Bronson. If you haven't checked out Action Bronson. Listen to his music. I mean, I have a second that. Yeah, I've listened Fucking. like if most people. I didn't really. I knew he was. Never listened to his music much. But then I, I went. I'm on YouTube all the time. Like that. My main source of entertainment is YouTube. He is and, a super entertaining guy. Oh my god! Even dude. if you don't like his music, you don't even need to ever I, listen to it. No, just watch I interviews and shit with him. That's that's just it. Just watch him talk, and uh, he's fucking amusing. I'd never heard his music, but I, I clicked on a show on Munchies, the Munchies channel on YouTube, and it was called "Fuck That's Delicious." Yeah. Watch that. It's That's good stuff. It's free. It's it's entertaining. It's a guy who's a uh, obviously he's a white rapper, a big dude with a belly and a beard and tattoos all over the place. But I'm going to play chef. right here. I'm going to play a little bit of his video because <laughs> it's, it's something that you need to see because I don't think you've seen it. He's just such a fun guy, and like in this video, he's doing all kinds of just crazy yeah, shit. Yeah, man. He's so he does not take himself no, seriously no, no, in a no, bad no, way no, like yeah. a lot of guys do. No, especially a lot of rappers that are like hard. No, he's just. Really genuine, yeah. like entertaining. He gives a fuck about other people, which and he's is really nice. knowledgeable about food. He he's was a, he was a about chef, a lot of stuff. But yeah, it's like it's uh, pretty. It's it's weird to see somebody that looks like him and acts who's like a rapper. I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, it'd be as knowledgeable about yeah. about something like that as he is. It's it's entertaining. It's entertaining for sure. And he's listen a, to uh, Mr. Wonderful. I like that one. And Easy Rider on Mr. Wonderful. So that's that would be my recommendations is check out Action Brunson and grow a big ass beard. Yeah, I need to. <laughs> Man, I want one so bad, but I can't commit. It gets like an inch longer than this, and it's just time to get rid of it. Uh, well, the in between <laughs> is just such a bad look. Yeah, no, like when you got a nice beard, it looks great, and when you don't have an, uh, any beard, it, you know, or a small beard, it usually looks looks all right. Yeah. But that fucking in the middle, yeah. man, when you look like you're like that adolescent Amish guy that got married like two years ago and you're not allowed to shave yeah. like you would otherwise yeah. but you just kind of it's just like this yeah that's not a good look when it anybody. doesn't grow down this way it grows this way first plus I get like this this here would be a foot long and then this side would be like two that, inches yeah like the side I don't know why like I get this patch here that just won't stop <laughs> but no I'll just second that yeah, yeah I love action bronze definitely check that shit such out. a great guy so good, all around man. so good he's on um 
episode 763 of the Joe Rogan podcast. Too. Is he? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. He's he, everywhere, man. Yeah. Listening to him talk to Joe Rogan was kind of interesting because Joe Rogan's not like a rap guy at all. You know what I mean? Like he hunts and does UFC I am, commentary most don't... and do comedy and that kind of shit. So he's not really like in that culture too much. But like yeah. they're both the, – the culture that they share is they smoke a lot of weed. So – He's literally smoking a joint for two hours straight. Like he is smoking the entire time. And they, Joe Rogan on his Instagram posted a picture of the ashtray. There's nine joints, <laughs> nine <laughs> fucking joints that he smoked in two and a half hours. That's two a pretty casual minutes. environment. Oh, it was awesome. It was, no, it was I have to check that out. Fuck, it's good shit. Yeah, check yeah. out Action Bronson. I'll link some shit in the bottom uh, for that stuff. But your your recommendation is to check out Action Bronson, the person. Yeah. And I'll recommend you check out his music yeah. because they're two different worlds that you don't have to mix if you don't yeah, want to. Yeah, you don't man. want to. Uh, he's got super chill, kind of kind of laid back, R&B-ish, hip-hop-y, just good the, stuff. Some of the shit that he's doing is little. It's definitely different than... Uh, the oh, he's definitely the, got his own style. Yeah, it's it's pretty nice. Like uh, some, like He's got a little bit of classic music in there. He's got a little bit of... Um, rock in there a little bit with Easy Riders more guitar in that and then he's got like some beats that are like kind of take you back to like old school music oh for shit. sure yeah yeah, it's pretty cool definitely cool the good like lighter hearted like side of hip hop yeah mm-hmm. uh, no, great stuff love it yeah. so we'll end there and spend the Rogue Agenda podcast I'm Tanner this is Dick we'll see you next time see you next time peace